honestly. Maybe. Maybe it's good. Maybe I it's think, bad. I think that was good. I don't. I'm shaking of head. No. <laughs> I, I have faith in us. Um, no, it was great. <laughs> I just, I think we should really at this point just like pre-record a yeah, high. I think so. we can just put in at the beginning because this clearly so. is not working. <laughs> we'll go back to our, our older episodes when we were together and just yeah. like get a good one. Just cut one of those and then put yeah. it at the beginning. Yeah, I think that's the way to go because this clearly is just um, not working. It's not. It's not, not working for us. Our journey. That's fine. We have to evolve as um content creator content creators <laughs> podcast extraordinaires etc gurus gurus <laughs> even <laughs> i would say that absolutely um welcome back to another episode of honestly a podcast with zoe and logan that was logan and that was zoe hey <laughs> hey <laughs> we're just like very cool we only use our first names ever it's like oh Mm. we're like artists wow just, who are they <laughs> wow we are just so brilliant so talented amazing show-stopping never Stopping. been done before you know going through it <laughs> <laughs> always <laughs> literally every second there's just there's not a moment that we are not going through it collectively <laughs> i think so that meme i say you that's like pain agony even <laughs> very us very us very us um lots of pain lots of agony (laughs) how are you oh my god thank you so much for asking me as if we didn't already have a conversation about this prior to recording (laughs) i've never spoken to you a day of my life um no oh my god i'm great thank you so much for asking i think that's the first time i've probably ever said great in response to that question yeah um i'm just trying to shake things up i'm trying to like um give the audience what they want you know just like (laughs) Lighten it up. Yeah, like, no, lift I'm great. yourself up. I'm great. I'm thriving, even. I would um, say. I'm living my best life. Oh. And you know what? If you don't like it, too bad. <laughs> you don't like it, you're toxic, and I will cut you from yeah, my no, life. Honestly, what if I just pivoted <laughs> to being, like, toxic positivity vibes, you know? I, like, that could be fun. I would like to see the journey unfold. Like, yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I, of course, will tag along. Sure. We mm-hmm. have to be a duo. That's mm-hmm. how it works. Yeah. I think that could be something for us. Like, what if I was just one of those people that's just, like, every day wake up and, like, just choose to be happy. Like, just choose to smile. Just smile. Mm-hmm. Just smile. I don't know. I think that could be fun. Um, the world is miserable, but just like, <laughs> no, just a smile is a curve that sets everything straight. Oh. In the wise, wise words of somebody we went to high school with. That's so powerful. It is powerful. <laughs> it's stuck with me all these years. So it had to. It's really because it, it never, nothing ever required that phrase. No, <laughs> not once. There's not a single moment no. that's ever called for that. 
Um, no, I'm good. I'm I'm sitting here in my my summer 16 tour merch, like the Drake stand that I once was. Um, you get so your tote bag that I got you. My tote bag, yeah. It makes me sad, you know, that I had to unstand that man. But this is a very yeah. good quality sweatshirt, so I will continue looks, to wear it. It looks comfy. I just remember there was um, a period of time in like 2016 where you could not go anywhere in the city of Toronto and not see somebody wearing this merch. No. It's alarming. Oh, oh how days. the mackles have moored. Oh, how the mackles have moored. Um, how are you doing? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, as discussed previously off, off podcast, um, <laughs> better than yesterday. Yeah, that's good. Yesterday I woke up and I was like, oh, I'm like extremely anxious and want to die. Like, it's just like one of those immediate, like time to go back to bed and not get out of it. Yeah. And then like all day, everything was making me cry, like truly everything. Mm -hmm. And then this morning I woke up with my period and I went, oh, Uh, (laughs) yeah. Oh, because like the emotions haven't changed that much from just like day to day like Mm. every day is pretty anxiety inducing (laughs) every day is pretty shitty (laughs) pretty shitty gonna be honest as mentioned regular depression covid depression seasonal depression they're just when the bad bitches link up you know i do (laughs) i do but like I feel like I can get throughout the day without like crying at everything. Like sure. I will cry at some yeah. point, mm-hmm. but not at everything. But yesterday, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Was she mm-hmm. crying? And then today I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I feel that because I was going through the exact same thing um, two weeks ago. So just very, very heightened. <laughs> yeah heightened emotions that are already heightened it always Um, makes you feel better though once it happens because you're like ah (laughs) I'm not as crazy as I yeah it's it's always nice to like have that um it just kind of you know it everything falls into place a little bit and like to blame it on (laughs) yeah exactly I'm just like oh this is why I've been a monster yeah not her it's 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 not me it's my other other self yeah no I understand um I I mean like I'm just like baseline emotional and will cry at anything and everything you're a cancer rising right yes yeah and I'm a Taurus rising which I think is really interesting right I like it I like that that happened (laughs) something about that feels very right so you know both of us have those water placements very emotional yes so I mean it makes sense just like at a drop of a hat yesterday though I was like oh I'm gonna start bawling now yeah no that's okay and they're like are things to cry about like okay it's not a bad thing it's not but yesterday was too much I was like girl rain it in no I understand they're just like like I'm like a big a big fan of just having a cry you know you gotta have a laugh have a cry Just mates having a cry. <laughs> Just a couple of mates having a cry. Um, big supporter of that. I think it's very necessary. People who are like, I haven't cried in 17 years. I'm like, you're Get insane. help. <laughs> um, like, that's not normal. No, that's um, not good for you. But, like, there are those days where you're like, this this is taking it too far. <laughs> it's like you're being too much now. Yeah. Okay? Like, like, you don't have myself, to be. Like, yes. too much. <laughs> It's like you're watching yourself from outside and yes. you're like, okay, like calm down. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to be crying while you're like 
putting peanut butter on toast. Like there's no, no reason. <laughs> there's you no do. reason for that. Well, no. it didn't spread properly. So like- <laughs> listen, that's enough to set you off. Like when there's like a lot going on, like whether it's like you have your period, so you're more hormonal or I don't know, you're living in a damn pandemic <laughs> or just like any sort of like trauma upsetting thing is going on. It's like things just like get so blown out of proportion like I remember like several years ago I was like going through it something completely unrelated but I came home and I was so excited because I had left ice cream in the freezer and I was so excited I'd come back I'd gone to Guelph for a weekend to hang out with some friends and I came back and I was so excited to eat my ice cream and I realized that it was gone that my mom had eaten it and I just started bawling my eyes out it wasn't to do with the ice cream it was you know other things at play but (laughs) the ice cream really set me off the ice cream is what you attach to yeah the worms were like that literally that's what happens it's like "Mm, no it's gonna be that it's gonna be that that does it for you yeah no it is always interesting to see like what like the final straw is like that finally sets you over that edge Because it is, it's always something like ice cream. And then once you start crying and you like go through all that and you like finish up, Mm -hmm. then you just are embarrassed. Yes. Are you like you're sitting embarrassed? You're sitting there angry at yourself. Yeah. And embarrassed. And you're like, God, I hope no one saw that. Who saw it? First of all, who? Who saw it? Who cares? No, there are a few, I don't know, I guess like a month or two ago now, it was like the week where I had my period and I was just, I was like angry. Like I was just so angry about like everything. (laughs) And again, it was like that, like you were saying, like you're like watching yourself from afar and I'm like, bitch, like this is so unnecessary. Like you don't need (laughs) to be this angry. But I like, I couldn't, I couldn't get myself out of it. Like I was just like raging so much. (laughs) It's so... And then, like, week will be over. You look back at this and be like, <laughs> "Whoops!" And then it's like, Remember "Can't wait to do I it another that? three yeah. weeks." <laughs> Literally, though. Mm. Like, well, I'll be doing that again shortly. <laughs> yeah, no, like being a person with like a vagina who like ovulates is like really yeah. fun. <laughs> no, there's a lot there to unpack, yeah. and I don't want to. <laughs> no, like I don't want to do it. It's like it's just so alarming to think that it's like oh this is just gonna keep happening for like what the next like forty years thirty like, years. I want I would like to opt out. Like <laughs> no, I'm not. Don't put me down for that. No, I no, I didn't want this. No, I've had like a solid twelve years of I don't know if the math is correct on that. <laughs> twelve years of this. Like no, I've no. had my fill. <laughs> I've, I think I've like experienced it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I get it. Um, no more, please. <laughs> no, very much done. Very much done with that. Wish we could just opt out, you know? Yes. Or opt yeah. out until like you're like ready to like have a child and like yeah. it's necessary. But it's yeah. like until then, just I'm like not an interested. off switch. Yeah. Just like, nope. Deactivate the account. Deactivate I don't want it. I don't want it. How nice would that be? Oh, science. Please. get with it I know you're busy working on a vaccine but but also I think you that. know periods have been around since the beginning of time and I just think that um we haven't progressed far enough in that field you're slacking <laughs> so maybe just figure that out Dolly Parton please invest your money yeah you know what Dolly, like you're a feminist do this for us please <laughs>
um speaking of dolly parton what is what content have you been consuming this week <laughs> i wrote down i was like having a manic episode i think I today at work. yeah there's a lot of arrows and things that i don't understand at this moment i did right. at one point yeah 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 watching what have i been watching <laughs> let's see okay all my tlc shows <laughs> are back regular 90 day fiance is gone right now oh sad but (laughs) 90 day fiance the other way is on what is that that is (laughs) i'm so glad you've asked (laughs) this is what i've been waiting for um that's when the person is going to another country like the person from the states is going to live in another country instead of the other (laughs) So it's literally no different no. in any sort of concept, but they no. just were like, we'll capitalize on this and turn it into an entirely different show. Yes. Okay. They're like, but what if one of them was still from the States <laughs> and one of them was still from somewhere else? Yeah. But we switch where they're going. Yeah, that's crazy. So instead of like you being from Russia and coming over to the States to marry somebody, yeah. the person from the States is going to go to Russia to yes, marry you. For the 90 days. <laughs> it's not it's the exact same show it's the exact same thing and it's just funny watching like both of them Mm because like americans have a lot of interesting ideas about other places that is true that are like why you didn't you didn't know that like one one girl is moving to jordan Mm -hmm. and she is wearing like really low like she's very curvy mm-hmm. and she's wearing like really really low cut shirts and she's like not covering her hair or anything when she goes out and so like people are like looking at her and like mm-hmm. calling her like haram like just like being like no that's bad that's not good like looking at her staring at her. like mm-hmm. you're going to a like country with strict yeah. <laughs> guidelines and you didn't look into any of that that like I that never makes sense to me I'm like you don't do even like the most basic research about where you're going first like it's so weird and she'll like go out drinking and it's like I don't know like it's just like you didn't you didn't you didn't look into any of this before and then like her no and then her partner's like getting upset because she's like He's not going to, like, kiss her or anything in public. And she's like, my. And it's like, because he's going to get in trouble. Oh, like, oh, yeah. Jesus. It's a lot. But, hey. It's great. 90 Day Fiance is everything <laughs> I could have hoped for and more in a crappy television show. Is it is it Iris that also watches 90 Day Fiance? Yes. I, I feel like I've heard, like, seen her post about it before. And, like, she is also on this TLC train. <laughs> yeah, you guys definitely have like a lot in common. Shout out to Iris, friend of the pod. Oh. Um, I'm sorry that I'm not a part of the TLC squad. <laughs> I think you need to be. Like, I think you need to pick a 90 day fiance and just dive in. I are any of them available like on streaming anywhere? <laughs> I don't I feel have like any they, sort of game. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look. I'll look for you. Okay. 
because like listen you know I love trash tv and the only reason I don't watch very much of it anymore is because I don't have cable like I only have streaming services and so it's like I'm quite limited and I haven't like delved into the world of like Netflix reality shows yet like right same and like love is blind and stuff I can't like I can't leave TLC right now (laughs) TLC is that's that's where the good shit is that is like there has to be like a TLC on demand like online yeah there must there be. has, there to, has be. to be. I'm gonna find it for you. I'm gonna give you a season. Thank you. Assigned, assigned learning. <laughs> Another TLC um, show. I'm clearly, clearly a slut for TLC. <laughs> like, clearly, that's what's happening that's here. Because all title right there. I'm a slut for TLC. For TLC. <laughs> like everything I have written down for TV is TLC. I love that for you. So, my big fat fabulous life. The oh season God. started. New season started. Lots of drama, of course, yeah. that I filled you in on. But that is on, and it is. It's upsetting because they're not getting to what we know is coming, just based Ooh. on like, and it's like you're. They're still trying to like move in together. They're still like <gasps> engaged, and you're just looking at him like you're garbage. You're, you're garbage. Man. But it's on on Tuesdays, so. Mm. The episode that I watched yesterday, they were at a beach and like walking. She goes to like throw a ball for the dog and then rinses off her hand with the mud and the ocean just swallows her ring like it's gone. And I was like, the ocean was trying to tell you. <laughs> like, oh my God. That's a metaphor, ring, Hazel the Grace. Ring just came off. Gone. Gone, Yo. girl. Gone. And then she's, like, sobbing on the beach, like, digging, trying to find her ring. And it goes to, like, the confessional style yeah. thing. And he's, like, this is effed up. I'm, like. Yeah, you tell the ocean, man. Like. <laughs> she didn't do it on purpose. No. Also, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, the protagonist of My Big Fat Fabulous yeah. Life was engaged to this guy. What was his name? Chase or Chase. something? Chase. Yeah. Um. And then in this season, as Zoe filled me in recently, uh, she finds out that he got another woman pregnant. Yep. His ex-girlfriend, I believe. So. Mm -hmm. Trash. Really, really trash. He was supposed to move to Charlotte, which is where she is. But now he's like, oh, I've like invested in this bar, so I'm not going to like moved to charlotte and she's like but the plan was always that so he's like staying where he is uh-huh. where the ex-girlfriend i think also is and i'm like is it the bar is it the bar why you're staying yeah 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 is that it chase <laughs> chase you have a stupid name he doesn't have a stupid name a stupid name or a stupid, stupid guy, guy. <laughs> new show on tlc <laughs> called i love a mama's boy Logan. Zoe. Logan. Zoe. It's insane. It's insane. These people are crazy. It's a lot. The relationships are super weird. So it's like all these men in relationships and then their mom who's like way too involved Uh in all aspects of their life. Yeah. And it's it makes me so uncomfortable because it's like you think you're married to your child like you think you're in a relationship with your child it's all very freudian it's very he would like it (laughs) he would would go see see 
he is he's somewhere rolling over in his grave being yeah. like i told i you. told you all I told you all <laughs> but there's this one where it's like all the other moms are like creepy in their relationship with their sons it's like yeah. okay this is too much but it's just like it feels more just like overbearing more than this one woman like the girl is so nice she doesn't even talk like she's so quiet she just says hello and the mom's like i hate her she's evil she called her a pig for no reason she showed up she showed up to her birthday like the girl showed up to her the mom's birthday yeah bought a present bought her like a nice pair of earrings and we're like happy birthday here you go the mom was like i can't you've ruined my birthday from give from giving her a present and saying happy birthday and she's like you should be embarrassed showing up here and being so rude and that's like you're just gonna come to my birthday with a birthday <laughs> gift at my birthday party <laughs> literally that though <laughs> and then the son was like oh like she helped me pick out the cake and the mom like picks up the cake and like throws it and I was like she's poisoning me she's gonna poison me and it's like what is happening she's calling her a pig and all this horrible stuff and then he finally storms out because he does not have a backbone like he says nothing to his mom sure, at yeah. all he finally leaves with his girlfriend and then they like try to patch it up and they're like oh we're gonna have like a dinner like you me and my mom to like work things out the mom to this dinner to like patch things up or lunch to patch things up whatever brought a woman to set him up with so him and his girlfriend arrived to a blind date (laughs) i just don't understand like it like there is no man in the world that is worth this aggravation. No. Like, have you seen the movie Monster-in-Law with J-Lo and yes. Jane Fonda? Like, yes. <laughs> like very, very that vibe. Like, no, no, no one is worth that. No one is worth that. That's what I keep saying as I'm watching. And I'm like, at what point do you say, this is not worth it. Like, your mom can have you. I'm going to yeah. go. <laughs> Like just I'm gonna remove myself. Else that doesn't have a weird relationship no. with their mother. That's insane. It's insane. There's another one where like their apartment burned down, so they had to like move in with the mom. And I'm like, did the mom burn it down? I mean, <laughs> like, I don't know. It feels like maybe she did. I wouldn't put it past her based on <laughs> some of these other stories about these mothers. And they're like looking for another place to live. And she's like, no, you have to build a house on the property. So they're building a house on the property. And she's like, where, well, where's my bedroom going to go? And they're like, well, you you can't walk like 20 feet to your house. She's like, well, sometimes I'll want to sleep over. No, no. And like, this is what's so frustrating. It's just like, like you said, like these men don't have backbones and they no. like are incapable of like creating boundaries. Like that's it's too ridiculous. much. This same guy, the property, the property guy, he um, was trying to, because it was like awkward because the girlfriend's upset with all this stuff happening because obviously, right, so Lisa. he's like, I'm going to like buy her some lingerie. So he takes his mom no. to come and pick out lingerie and they're like holding things up and the sales associates like, this is really weird. <laughs> I've never had to sell stuff like this. Uncomfortable. And at one point, the mom goes, "Well, we're about the same size," and like holds it up to herself. No. And then he buys her a robe, and the mom goes, "I like that one too." And so he buys two. No. But when the girlfriend's un 
wrapping this robe and is like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. The mom walks out in the same one. No. No. It's that's deranged so deranged if that happened to me i'd be like no no take this back have a nice life enjoy the life with you and your mother i will be (laughs) surely that has to be like like that like yeah they're like there's always a line in the sand and like surely that is crossing that line (laughs) i just feel like if you were gifted like sexy lingerie (laughs) and you open it and you're like oh my god this is so nice and then his mother walks out in the same thing that he bought her you'd go no (laughs) i just um no 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 this isn't it that doesn't sit right with my spirit and then she's like i'm gonna go to bed wink wink nudge nudge kind of thing and he was like oh well I was actually gonna watch the rest of this tv show with my mom so oh my god oh my god it's so good it's so good please watch this (laughs) also 90 day fiance and this oh my god I'm just saying where do they find these people for I don't know the depths (laughs) like just (laughs) truly truly too much um one more thing not tlc (laughs) you'd be happy to know we will stop talking about tlc um i was listening to spotify and i was like oh i realized that i didn't talk about this when i could have many moons ago when we were like oh what have you been listening to i was like nothing (laughs) (laughs) the strokes have a new album called the new abnormal and it's very good (laughs) That came out definitely a while ago. Yes, a couple of months. <laughs> probably a month where I went, no, I haven't been consuming anything. Yeah. But I, that. No, that. I love that. Amazing. I've like never really gotten into the strokes. I know like a couple of songs by them, but I've ne- like never really something that I've like explored that deeply. So it's, there's one song on, it's called the, I wrote it down as a song to tell you about. <laughs> Bad Decisions. Okay. And it's very like it reminds me very much of like 2014 I don't it just gives me that vibe giving me 2014 yeah just like (laughs) that summer I love that no that was a good time that was like those were good good vibes you know 2012 2015 yes like that that stretch of music that is what this reminds me of so listen to that I will that's my content what about you any TLC shows um what if I was like uh actually yes I've been loving my 600 pound life (laughs) not you too (laughs) oh what a deranged thing that is to say to somebody um anyway so funny that's like truly I think about that every time I see it on tv I'm like hmm (laughs) yeah no it's just like I don't know like listeners like here's a question for you um is that just like information you'd offer up <laughs> just to like a fat I person love, unprompted I love the show my 600 pounds oh my god life. I loved you in my 600 pounds <laughs> felt very bad <laughs> very bad it's like seeing a celebrity <laughs> oh my god can I have your autograph I love TLC too <laughs> like, oh my god I love fat people um okay enough enough about that nonsense not TLC, just like the that, but TLC like also that story in particular. Um, Meg the Stallion, my girl. She is not my girl, but she is. <laughs> I wish I she think were. she is. Um, 
she released her first full-length album last week called good news very solid album very very good news very good news um you know in a year that has been otherwise so so bleak you know just a, a tiny little bit of good news so um been listening to that a lot um there's a song on it that now I can't think of what it's called, but it has two chains, two chains. and Big Sean, I think, feature on it. And it's very good. That's like one of the standout tracks for me. Um, something about like Go Crazy, I think that's what it's called. Um, probably should have like maybe jotted that down <laughs> before I started talking about it. You but... didn't make a weird map on a folded piece of paper? I, I didn't. I just have my, my things to talk about on the pod note on my uh, phone. But yeah, so I've really been liking Meg's new album. Um, listening to that a lot I also this is this is a random one but I just felt like I should mention it I watched the godfather for the first time hey have you ever seen a journey I've seen parts of it I've never seen it in full I've like walked in on people watching it and caught like moments I had never seen it I'm going through like a like a mob thing right now yes. so I've been watching the Sopranos and I watched like this little like mini series on Netflix about like mobs in New York and like the what's 70s. that called I watched that too what is it called uh Fear City okay yes I watched Siri that. what the fuck <laughs> my dude I did not talk to you sorry Siri just like wanted to like burst in our conversation it was like actually <laughs> like mm. um yeah fear city watch yes. that been watching the sopranos i don't know like the mob is just like inherently cool like i know that they're bad it people is. but like it's no. inherently cool i don't know it's always entertaining to watch anything mob related it it's never know. boring it's like yeah <laughs> i want to be a mob boss yes it's my yes. hot for this week um <laughs> yeah so i watched the godfather because i'd never seen it before and you know it's just like it's like like the movie it's like one of those movies yeah. it's like universally it's like you need to see this film and so like especially during quarantine I've been trying to like watch movies that I've never seen before that are kind of like critically acclaimed or whatever um so we watched The Godfather which is like three hours long you'd love it (laughs) I yeah that's why I said I've caught bits and pieces you'd love it um I can't sit for three hours I will say though like it doesn't feel like a three-hour movie like it like it goes by pretty quickly like it keeps you engaged so I will say that um it was really really good like this is like I know like not groundbreaking at all I'm just like wow has anybody heard of this little indie film called The Godfather hey guys um new content this week The Godfather (laughs) like not trying to be like every single like college boy who has like the godfather poster, poster. On wall but like next to pulp fiction next to pulp fiction maybe a scarface poster as well yeah. um which i actually watched scarface like back at the beginning of the year because i'd never seen that either you're checking and them off i am just checking off al pacino's fucking <laughs> filmography greatest hits um but yeah the godfather it's so funny because like so like here's something that i like think about like a fair bit is that like like i had never seen the godfather prior to like last week but like you know, you, there are things from it that are, like, pretty iconic that, like, you know yeah. about, right? Like, the line about, like, you come to me on the day of my daughter's yeah. wedding and, like, I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. And then, like, the horse head. Horse the head. <laughs> like, yeah. There, like, there are things from that movie that are iconic. And I was just thinking, because, like, Zoe and I recently participated in, like, a trivia thing at work. Yeah. And it was, like, really <laughs> eye-opening because, like, 
I don't know like there there were just some things like people didn't know and it was like alarming to me that were like like, big references yeah like and so I was just thinking about it and it's just like I don't know like like uh, there are lots of things that I haven't seen but like you still understand like the cultural relevance of them yes yes like all of those things like you know you know what it's in reference to you know when to use that as a reference and you also know like where it comes from exactly like you don't have to see things sometimes to like know yeah what they're from I don't know I remember like first like realizing this like in high school that like and like I don't think that I'm like better than anybody or that like I know more but it's just like just like realizing that there's like a certain like disconnect almost where it's like some people very much like don't have like I don't know like that pop pop culture like I brain just like knowledge to like pull from or something like that because I remember like in high school um I think it was like in like grade 11 or 12 English um somebody it was like Halloween and somebody dressed up as Marilyn Monroe which like looking back is probably like not an appropriate Halloween (laughs) costume for like no like high school but you know like the white dress that whole iconic thing and like my English teacher was like oh are you gonna sing happy birthday and it's like okay that's like a cultural reference yeah. you know like happy birthday Mr. President. Mr. President and like the girl who was dressed up as Marilyn Monroe was like what are you talking about and I was just like again like I'm certainly not what gonna- are you talking about like I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm some like expert on Miss Norma Jean but like <laughs> but like there are big references like yeah. it's not like niche at all like mm-hmm. there's nothing about these things that it's like oh no exactly that yeah. reference it's like, like yeah that's like I'm not sitting here trying to be like wow like a really cool <laughs> reference that you wouldn't get it's just like to me these are just like obvious things and it's like yeah we're the same way and like just like friends of mine are the same way so it's just like I just assume that everyone has that like yeah. knowledge but I guess like people don't and I'm just like this makes sense to me maybe just because like you and I are similar it's like like we've grown up watching shows like the Simpsons or like Saturday Night Live which are very like referential and like talk a lot about pop culture and so it's like you know you hear something and you're like oh like what is from that and then you know you kind of like put things together I also remember one time again in high school in like my comm class it's like always high school it always goes back to the freaking high school um (laughs) in my comm tech class and we were like I don't know like learning about like journalism or whatever and anyway we're talking about like the death of princess Diana and like how that was like such like a like a huge thing that happened yeah so many people in the class like didn't understand that it was like such like a like a cultural thing that happened that it was like such a huge deal that like the world like stood still yeah and I was like how do you like and I, where I don't know I, guess, like, I don't know it probably just like also like my mom is very much like a pop culture like centric person like so like I get it from her I guess to a certain extent but anyway I just like was thinking about that when I was watching the godfather because I like before like the horse head and the bed thing happened I was like oh this is the movie with the this is one like, I knew it was <laughs> yeah. coming and yeah. so I don't know it's just like it's interesting because I know that you're like very like-minded in that way so I just I don't know my thing is I never know who people are. Sure. Like I never know names of people. Yeah. That's you're really good at names. I <laughs> never know who anyone is. But if I like see them, I'm like, oh, they're from this, this, yeah. and this. That was always like like Katie. Um, and I would always like play that game basically because like she would be trying to like tell me something and she's just like, <laughs> it's the guy, you know, you know from the thing. Is. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, and I would like say a name. She's like, Yeah, how do you do that? I don't know. Like your brain is 
fantastic. I'm a savant for remembering celebrities' names or something. <laughs> I don't are. know. Anyway, that was like my very like long diatribe about The Godfather. But anyway, so I think I'm going to watch The Godfather Part 2 this weekend. Um, I don't feel the need to watch Part 3 because I've heard from a lot of people that that one is like the weakest out of all of them. <laughs> and it's kind of universally disliked. So I think maybe I'll skip that one. Skip it. Part 2 is apparently very good as well. Um... My girl Molly Baz. I keep calling everybody my girls if they are like my close personal <laughs> friends. I'm like, they are your girls. My friend Molly Baz, my friend Meg the Stallion. Um, Molly Baz, who previously worked for Bon Appetit, and then when all of that drama imploded back in the summer, she just like walked away and was like, mm, don't think I want to be involved in that mess anymore. Good call. <laughs> um, she just recently started a Patreon for like a little like recipe club and stuff like that. And so I was like, you know what? I will pay the $5 a month for this because I really like her. I tweeted the other day that she has cool camp counselor energy. And like, I just, <laughs> I don't know how based else to on, describe it. <laughs> no, like based on like not being involved at all, mm-hmm. but like based on things that you've shown me, like merchandise, yeah, just general energy. Like when you tweeted that, I liked it. Cause I was like, yeah, that's what I get. Like, like this from this photo of her she's the camp counselor that you're like wow I want her to be my friend yes like she's just like just like she's got like that like blonde like California girl look yes and like she just like she just seems really cool and I'm like oh you seem like a cool older sister like yes. a camp counselor and like I just want to know that's that's a hundred percent the energy she yeah. exudes <laughs> So I subscribed to her Patreon um, and so she's posted a few recipes now and I made one of them actually on the weekend and it was very good. It was like a rigatoni with like Italian sausage and squash and it was like a nice- I live for all the fall food, meal. food stories you post. You. It's like, the, like only, the only content I ever have anymore. Oh, it's, it's so good. <laughs> it always looks so good. I'm like, hmm, sucks that um, I also don't have a plate of this. Huh. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> I wish the lighting was better in my home so that I could actually take like really like aesthetically pleasing pictures, yeah. but it's um fucking dark at 2 p.m. So you should get one of those uh like clip-on ring lights, but like I flip should. it the other way. Oh my god, I actually should. That's a really good idea. Um and then Molly also has a little wiener dog named Tuna. So she posts pictures of her and the yes. Patreon as well. So it's like I'm half there for the recipes, half there for tuna. For the dog, yeah. Um Another thing that I've decided to pay for and like give somebody my money is Hunter the Harris now has a newsletter with Substack and you can do like the free version of it, but then like you can do like a paid version that's like five bucks a month too, I think. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I love Hunter for writing some of my favorites. She's so fucking funny. She's so um, funny on Twitter. I just like I just she's brilliant. I yes, like Chef's Kiss. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Yes. So I signed up for subscribe to her Substack, and so I'm quite excited about that um because she had worked at vulture slash new york new york magazine for the last few years but she like recently left there and is now doing her own thing so i was like i'm happy to support you hunter my girl yeah. hunter my girl you didn't you didn't start that one this time <laughs> i didn't want to leave her out she's also my girl <laughs> um i also watched See, I was going to bring it back to Dolly Parton because I watched her documentary on Netflix. It comes all around. <laughs> Dolly Parton. Full circle. Um, it's called Here I Am, and it was very enjoyable. I like, I don't know. Is there anybody on this earth who doesn't like Dolly Parton? No. Like, <laughs> there can't be. She's pretty universally loved, yeah. you know? Like, I just, I don't, I can't imagine somebody being like, oh, I don't like Dolly Parton. There is 
the same I've noticed the same like weird gatekeepy energy that came out for like Fleetwood Mac when God boarding TikTok happened like that same energy I'm seeing applied to Dolly Parton it's like everyone knows who Dolly Parton is everyone has always known who Dolly Parton is like literally been famous since like the 60s like this is yeah I love I love the gatekeeping of these things like let's just go off on another tangent real quick yeah like the gatekeeping of like Fleetwood Mac or like the gatekeeping of Dolly Parton it's like I love it's from people that are like our age yeah well, you, it's not like you, you weren't alive the beginning of her career. The beginning, <laughs> like you're a bandwagoner. <laughs> like that's you. Like you literally had to be because so insane. You're a child. Like I just don't understand. Yeah, it's, it's like, a lot. And like as everybody's pointed out, like Fleetwood Mac and like Dolly Parton, like some of the biggest artists on the face of the earth, like. Yeah. You're not, like, in some little exclusive club. Like, this isn't, like, some little indie band that has, like, five followers. No. <laughs> like, hit after hit after hit. Like, theme park. <laughs> like, 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 genuinely, like, a full-on theme park. But sure, you're her only fan. Um, and always have been. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, that attitude's so insane. Um, and I feel like so often it like comes from people that are like, oh, don't gatekeep things. Yes. But then they turn around and they're like, well, you can't like this person as much All as I time. can. It's like, what? All the time. <laughs> All the time. And it's like, okay. I don't, I don't, I understand. Sometimes gatekeeping is fine. Sure. Yeah. In certain <laughs> I'll say it. Absolutely. Hey, I'll say it. Hey, I'll say it. Like sometimes you're like, no, like you're jumping on a bandwagon now. Mm-hmm. But like you had to find that at some point like you had to find like you didn't come out of the womb being like I know Dolly Parton me and her we go way back (laughs) like that's the thing like everyone has like a starting point with like an artist or a band or anything any form of media or content or culture or whatever it's like like you didn't start at day zero being a fan of this thing like At some point you discovered it and that's great. But like, why is it not okay for other people to do that later than when you did it? Like let people enjoy the things you enjoy. It will be fine. I promise. Like I totally, like I get that, like that feeling of like when something is so near and dear to your heart and you're like, it kind of, and you kind of feel like, oh, that's like my thing. Yeah. Get that feeling. But then also it's like, it's Dolly Parton or it's Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. like I don't know any other like super incredibly popular thing it's just like just because it feels incredibly personal to you it doesn't mean that it's only it is (laughs) exactly like we all feel protective of the things that we like and the things that we're like diehard fans of like of course like it's our thing but it's also popular because it's other people's thing yeah so you can't be like well I'm the only one who knows anything about this exactly and it's also like I don't know maybe just like don't base your entire personality around like things musical (laughs) artist or like a movie you know it's just like I just feel like you really pigeonhole yourself (laughs) yeah you need more (laughs) we need more from you you need more from you yeah Dolly Parton needs more from you Dolly Parton needs more um but yeah so the documentary was really enjoyable it had people like Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin talking um Kylie Minogue was in it as well um and it was good I mean like what an incredible career that this woman has had for literally decades (laughs) it's kind of incredible um so it was really good I I feel like 
I'm like, I don't know if anyone knows who this woman is, though. Like, I don't think any, like, no. Like, I think, I can't remember if it was, I think it might have been Jane Fonda who was talking about, like, obviously, like, her and Dolly and Lily Tomlin worked on 9 to 5 together. Um, and it's just, like, she was talking about how, like, she has never, to this day, ever seen Dolly Parton without makeup and without hair done. Like, never. Has never seen who her not she? as Dolly, you know? So I'm just, like... She could be anyone. Yeah, I like that. I like the secrets. Yeah, and I like the fact that, like, no one knows who her husband is. Does he exist? Like, they showed, like, a couple, like, old, old pictures of them. And then, like, they were talking to, like, members of her band and stuff like that. And there was, like, one guy who was, like, like, they said the name of her husband. He was, like, I don't know who that is. Like, he had, like, did not register that, like, that was her husband. And then somebody else, like, one of the other, like, musicians was trying to, like, recall. He was, like, hmm, Carl, Carl, why do I know that name? Uh, Her husband. (laughs) Place who it was. So I'm like, I, you have to admire it. You like, gotta. That's insane that you're able to like keep compartmentalize that so well for so long. Yeah. Crazy. Like what's, what's going on there? I don't know. Something's going on there. I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. And I think that's exactly how she wants it. And I don't think anybody like fully knows the real Dolly Parton. And I think she's, that's exactly like, she's happy to keep it that way. Yeah. I think that if you were to become, like, a famous person, like, I think that's what you'd want to do. Like, I just feel like that's what you'd want to do. I think so, too. I mean, like, she's, you know, created this, like, larger-than-life character, basically. And, like, I don't think it's not not who she is. Yeah. But I also think that, like, I'm like, there's there's someone underneath there. It's high drag. (laughs) It is. That's the thing. Like, at the end of the day, like, Dolly Parton is a drag queen. Like, (laughs) it's stunning we love her what a what a fantastic fascinating woman um and she is single-handedly curing covid so yeah <laughs> like go off <laughs> i do like don't you feel like kind of bad for like all like the actual like researchers who have like been working tirelessly on this vaccine because everyone's like dolly and then the news came out that like dolly parton was like kind of funding one of them and everybody's like wow <laughs> dolly parton is saving us all the side i love all the tweets though <laughs> I love all the tweets that are like vaccine, vaccine. <laughs> That's funny. It is um, funny. So, and then the other thing that I just watched today um, is the Taylor Swift folklore. Was it the Long Pond Studio <laughs> Sessions on Disney Plus? Um, and it's her and um, Jack Antonoff and. Aaron Dresner from the National I think that's his name it came up like multiple times on the screen and I was like (laughs) I'll remember that Um, I'll jot that down jot that down but it's them um playing through the entire folklore album for the first time and then of course they like talk a little bit about each of the songs um and so that was so good like I like I'm still so obsessed with that album like however many months later like it came out in like July and like here we are and my god is it that long ago And I've listened to it, I don't even know how many times. I was thinking the other day, I was, like, starting to, like, rank, like, my, like, top five albums from this year. And I've, like, come up with, like, three so far. And, like, Folklore is definitely on there. Um, And so watching the little studio sessions thing, definitely, I was just like, oh, fuck, like, it's such a good album. I still haven't listened to anything from it. Oh, my God, you have to. It's such, like, it's so, 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 so good. Like, you know me, like, I'm not, like, like, a ride or die Taylor Swift 
stan you know like I yeah pop in and out for certain albums but oh my god folklore is so good and like hearing her and seeing her perform it I was just like god and then like hearing her talk about like the songs like her songwriting I'm just like fuck <laughs> like what's so like? good like what's it like to be that talented I... like it's just like it's kind of insane um and it definitely like gave me like a, a new appreciation for the album um so yeah that was really good like I said it's on Disney plus um and I would definitely recommend honestly like watch that like don't listen to the album just like watch yeah. that plus it'll give you like a like a good a snippet yeah you're all of it I will and then you'll get to like you know hear about each of the songs and stuff like that. Sorry, I've been playing with this one singular <laughs> gem from my diamond one. thing. That's just like singular gem. I'm like a cat, like I can't stop. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's like all the content that I've been consuming. Kind of like a, a mixed bag of things, but <laughs> I like that it like includes the Godfather and Taylor Swift. Yeah, I and really also like the that. Stallion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun you know my different different facets of my personality <laughs> I'm I just okay I feel like we have to discuss um the Chris Clemens of it all the oh my god oh my god yes like we I just feel yeah. like yeah I feel like you need to take it away because you showed you told me to watch the video oh my god. so I feel like this is yours to okay to I'll, give us I'll, I'll lead us into it so there's a youtuber by the name of chris clemens um who's based in la um i actually like haven't really watched a lot of his content recently but i still follow him on like instagram so last week or earlier this week all the days blend together i, <laughs> I literally know. couldn't tell you what it was but it was recently <laughs> it was recently a post of his came up on instagram and it was a picture of a test result and it was like circled positive and it was a covid test result um and he was basically saying like i tested positive for covid like i don't know how this is possible um you know like i'm gonna be posting a video to like talk about it because it's like of course he's gonna post a video to talk about it like because <laughs> he's a youtuber and they don't know that sometimes you can just like not make a video <laughs> no it's that's put a pin in that because that's a yeah. topic that i'd like to circle back to at some yeah. point um so anyway like the next day or something he posted his video and I will preface it by saying that, like, um, like Chris throughout this entire pandemic has been very vocal about wearing a mask, staying home, getting tested if you're going to see anybody. Like, he, he as far as, like, YouTubers go and, like, influencers go, like, he's been very responsible, I think. Yeah. Like, and, like, calling other people out. And calling other people out. So I'm, like, good for you, like, for using your platform throughout this whole time for, like, positive as opposed to, like, mm-hmm. partying like Jake Paul. Um so anyway, he like posted this YouTube video um, because he had been like vlogging basically because he was supposed to film with somebody that day. So that's why he was getting tested in the first place. So he was like just vlogging it randomly. Um, but then of course it turned out that like he got these rapid tests and they came back as positive. And so it's just a video of him like sobbing, like losing his mind sobbing yeah. when the test results come back positive. And it's like, I will also say like... <laughs> He was not exhibiting any symptoms. Like, this man was not sick in any no. way. Like, he didn't have any reason to believe that he had COVID. Like, he was just getting tested because he was trying to, like, work with somebody that Yeah, day. it's yeah. not like he went and got tested because he was, like, feeling under the mm. weather or, like, showing something and was, like, scared. Because, like, 
I would get that. Like I would get like if I started to feel sick mm-hmm. and then I went and got a COVID test and I was positive, I would cry. Sure. I wouldn't film it, but I would cry. <laughs> so it's like he's just having like I don't know, like what I personally thought was like a completely overblown reaction. Yeah. I was like even if like you were feeling sick and it, the test result came back positive, it's like I get like maybe being like scared or upset or something, but like also like what are you going to do like no the reaction like didn't match what was going on at all you know and he was just like he's like I'm so embarrassed and I'm I'm ashamed and um you know I just I hope that this person that I was going to film with will still want to film with me in the future and like it was just like oh my god like the dramatics were at like a 10 and they should have been at like a minus two like they did not need to be that high (laughs) it didn't need to be a video it didn't need you to be sobbing and acting like you got like really devastating news no like it's truly like listen I can make this joke it was like he'd gotten like a cancer diagnosis and was like I have six weeks to live like it was it was startling Um, it was like shaking sobbing going it's not fair it was so much. I was just like, this isn't a, a death sentence necessarily. Like, you, you're not even experiencing any symptoms. So, anyway, he got two rapid tests, which um, he mentioned in the video have, like, a higher percentage of, like, showing a false positive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway. <laughs> he saved that for the end, though, to talk about that. We got through all the dramatics, and then at the end, he was like, oh, by the way. Um, it could be wrong. <laughs> could be a false positive I also went to Dodger Stadium to get like regular tests done so we'll see in a couple of days and then sure enough in a couple of days his like regular wait a couple day test results came back and they they came back negative so this man doesn't even have COVID no despite the fact that he made like a 15 minute video sobbing about the sobbing had COVID having like a little tantrum mm-hmm. um I think a lot of what was alarming about a lot of it not all of it a lot of what was alarming were the comments of people being like, we support you. We love, like, he's not, like, he got a test that he has said to you is often wrong. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> then he's people, gotten another one. People in the comments were so, like, like, they were, like, buying everything that he was, like, selling. Yeah. And I'm just like, listen, this would be a completely different story if this man was, like, very sick, you know? And, like, yeah. had, like, very severe symptoms. It's like, that's scary. And, like, that absolutely, like, you know, we support you, etc. Yeah. Um, But, like, this man was fine. This man is currently still fine because he doesn't have COVID. <laughs> also, I found it very hard to feel bad um, just because he's, like, sobbing about, like, not being able to film a video. Mm-hmm. And it's, like... In the States, especially, like, it's bad here, too, but, like, yeah. especially in the States, like, they're going through it with mm-hmm. cases and, like, people losing their jobs. So it just feels, like, very rich to sit there and be, like, my job is to make YouTube videos and now I can't make a YouTube video. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, like it's, like, okay. And it's not even, like, I can't make a YouTube video. It's, like, I can't make a YouTube video with, like, somebody else that I was, like, planning yes. on making one with. And it's, like, sorry that, like, your collab opportunity got, like, postponed or whatever. Um, yeah. No, it's, it's a- like, it's it's a lot. I'm, like, Chris, like, there are people dying. Um, <laughs> Literally. And it's, like, I don't know. Like, there are ways to, like, do it safely and, like, 
there was a time where we could bubble Mm -hmm. but like I don't know how in one breath he could say like I've been doing everything right and then also be like I had a collab lined up like you shouldn't be doing that anyways yeah and it's like I think like wasn't it like the like somebody one of the people politicians in California was like you can't just get tested if you're gonna go party like that doesn't like yeah I feel like that's been like the mentality of so many people is that they're like oh well like we all get tested so it's fine like we all like have negative results and it's like well a as we saw with Chris um there can be false positives or false negatives like you don't know for sure necessarily and like it's just like it's so stupid it's like just because like just because you're getting tested doesn't mean you should then go out and do all these things like that doesn't give you a free pass and you like we are living (laughs) in an age of technology like we're we're zooming right now like (laughs) There's no reason that you couldn't have, like, you also have a lot of money. I'm sure, like, you and whoever you're collaborating with have enough money to, like, figure something different out. Like, maybe do an outside video away from each other. Exactly. Like, it's just, oh, my God. It was so, it was just so, 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 so much. And I was, like, I just, like, I just don't understand why you would, like, jump the gun by, like, posting this, like, what I deem to be very cringy video of you, yeah. like, sobbing about your fake COVID diagnosis. <laughs> um, like, I don't know why you would jump the gun. Like, why would you not just wait until you had, like, the secondary results yeah. back and then, like, make a video talking about the whole thing? That would actually be valuable to people to be, like, yes. I got this rapid test done and they came back positive. But then the results from my other test came back a few days and they were negative. Like, that's an important thing that, like, you should be telling people, you know, because I think a lot of people in the States are, like, getting those rapid tests and then being like, woo, I can, like, go party. Yeah. And it's like, they're, they can be wrong. They can be wrong. It would have, yeah, it would have been entirely different if he just, like, took a moment. And I think that's just, like, a YouTuber problem. Yes. Is that there's never moments being taken. No. (laughs) Just go, is it worth it? Let me work it. Put my thing down, flip it, and And reverse reverse. it. (laughs) It's important. It is important. But yeah, no, it's like, you do see that all the time. Like, with any situation on YouTube where it's like, drama will happen. And then somebody makes a response video. And then somebody makes a response video to that. And then somebody makes, like, it's just like, yeah, there there is literally no thought. It's just immediately angry video. Yeah, it's too much. Like, speaking of that let me go off but like literally I wrote a timeline out for you <laughs> of this Trisha Paytas D'Amelio oh, sibling God. yeah situation because I was watching the H3 frenemies podcast tour and they were like showing clips of everything so I think it's very interesting how it unfolded okay let me be clear though with YouTube None of the people involved are in the right. <laughs> like, not one of them is correct. I think that's, like, a really good disclaimer and just, like, a really good baseline to be at is that, like, when it comes to YouTubers, like, they're all wrong. They're all wrong. Like, every single one of the people involved in this shouldn't have been involved in this. Yes. From the jump. Okay. So, Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio have, like, a show with their family called, like, Dinner with the D'Amelios, where they have guests on, and then, like, their personal chef cooks them food. Relatable. (laughs) Yeah, like, I also, like, that, first of all, let's start there. Tone deaf. Yeah. (laughs) 
like entirely tone deaf in a damn pandemic <laughs> in a damn pandemic i'm i have to write down damn pandemic. <laughs> you're gonna like okay like now is not the time like that's a good concept for like a show mm-hmm. like that's entertaining to watch things like that but now like right now i don't know no. i don't know about that not the time, so they not had the place, nor the function they, I guess it was, the, was it the first episode? I Probably, so. like, yeah. I think it was, like, that was the premiere. <laughs> the and they premiere. had, they had James Charles, of all people, James on, <laughs> sister, <laughs> on to be their first guest. And there was, like, a lot of, like, weird, like, aggro comments with all of them. Like, it was played, like, they're friends. Mm-hmm. But it was just, like, I don't know as like influencers if you should be like opening up your um friends to like criticism like I just felt like not smart move for you to be like oh was 90 million not enough when whatever nine million was like I don't know it feels like maybe not a smart move but anyways (laughs) they like they gave them some sort of dish that there was like a hidden snail in that was supposed to be like good luck if you got that but like uh-huh. Dixie gets it and is like throwing up like pretending to throw and be like bleh, bleh, I can't and so of course when that came out that doesn't reflect nicely on them not particularly like two children being rude to a man who's cooked them this big this beautiful meal in their like fancy home their private chef yeah no they got they got a lot of flack for that yeah and I mean like rightly so although like some people were like sending them like death threats and yeah it was a little which is it was a little too much don't condone that part a little little too much but when that happened when the criticism started it becomes a trend on TikTok. And when it becomes a trend on TikTok, you have to watch out for Trisha Paytas because <laughs> anything that's a trend on TikTok, she will involve herself in. Mm-hmm. Anything. Literally anything. That's just what happens. So, of course, she made a video, mm-hmm. a TikTok, criticizing them for being bratty and entitled and during a pandemic and all stuff that it's okay, valid. Sure. Yes. Then they started getting more hate and more people were commenting like death threats and stuff like that. And Charlie made a video. Charlie's the younger one, I think. Yeah. Charlie's like 16. Yeah. He's like 19. 19. So Charlie made a video and she's like crying and it's very like it's sad. Like it's this kid is being like attacked on the internet for being a bratty teen. Like everyone's a bratty teen at some point in their life like she just has eyes on her being bratty yeah so she made a video like crying talking about death threats and saying that like Trisha Paytas hurt her feelings basically she said like Trisha you were mean like (laughs) you're attacking me for no reason kind of thing and so then Trisha made a video saying that she was too quick to jump the gun and say like I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings it's just like you were being bratty but like was my reaction too much probably and I think everyone else is too much so she made that and that's where it would have ended except James Charles then inserted himself into the situation Mm -hmm. 
and did that that video where he's like talking really really fast Which and it's like every video of him yeah. but yes I know which one you're talking yes. about they slowed it down to like half the speed on the <laughs> podcast and he was talking normally that's insane it was like it's like there's the pauses between like sentences are a little like awkwardly long so that's how you know that it's been slowed down but otherwise he just sounds like he's he's i'll I'll find you the clip and send it to you because i was like oh my god so he made that video just being like you voted for trump you did that like just calling her out for things that like I don't know if we're all of them were true. A lot of them were true. <laughs> I was going to say, he definitely made some points. He made some points about, like, why she's not calling out her friends <laughs> for being the way they are. Yeah. Points were definitely made, but also it had ended. Like, it was it was done. Mm-hmm. He put himself in it. And then Trisha was Trisha and made a video calling him out for stuff which is like all of these people are very like rich for calling each other out on things like you don't have any legs to stand on whatsoever any of you no exactly it's like not at all like I don't know like maybe with the exception of like Charlie and Dixie up until this point it's like not exactly problematic people but it's like James Charles and Trisha Paytas like y'all have had your fair share of scandals and (laughs) etc you can't you can't you can't comment on that. No. <laughs> like you have no place. Also, speaking of no place, on the video, the TikTok of James Charles calling out Trisha, Tana Mojo commented and was like, get her or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, I saw and that. And I was like, Tana, you said the N-word with a hard R at your friend. Like multiple Who is times. black. Like, not that the hard R, like, really... <laughs> Like, like there's no bad soft no in that. What. <laughs> like the hard R really is a choice that you made. That's yeah. They're mm, yeah. I just my thing is it's like all of these YouTubers, they're like they're like flames where it's just like just cut off the oxygen and they'll yeah. go away. Like yeah, just stop engaging with them. Like yeah, yeah Trisha never should have made that first video like criticizing like Charlie and Dixie, but then like. No one should have done, like, a follow-up video. No. Or then, like, when she made the second video, like, James shouldn't have made his little video being like, well, this is why you're problematic, Trisha. It's just, like, just don't pay any attention. Like, it is insane that a 32-year-old woman is involving herself in, like, the business of a 16-year-old girl. Like, that really doesn't, like, that's too much. You should not be doing that. You have no place to call people out for anything unless they're people like in your life. No, (laughs) no. Like you don't, you're not in a position to do that. But if you are, once it had been sort of resolved with an Mm. apology, James Charles should have just like zipped, zipped, thrown away. (laughs) Like just, so then after James did that, Trisha, of course, goes on making all these videos being like, well, they said the N-word here, like bringing Charlie and Dixie back into it for like really no reason, Mm -hmm. being like they did this, they did that. And then Dixie made a video of herself gleefully dancing to Trisha saying the N-word, singing the N-word. Yeah. Um, None of the people involved in that are correct no (laughs) there's no you're all wrong (laughs) 
Like this is all racist. Like, Every I, single part of it. I loved the feedback on like Twitter and stuff of the video of Dixie dancing to Trisha singing the N-word because like everyone I follow was like, what's so funny? Racism? Like, like literally, it's like you're just like weaponizing someone being racist to prove yeah. that you're less racist than this racist person. And it's like, she just, you could tell that she thought she was so smug and so clever for doing this. And it's like, um, you're not hurting Trisha by doing this. You know who you're hurting? Black Black people. people. Yeah. Who now have to like watch this video of you dancing and thinking it's funny or entertaining that Trisha said the N-word. And she originally took it down. Like Dixie took it down like pretty soon after she put it up and was like I took it down because I think I proved my point but then it she does an apology and was like I took it down because like I knew it was wrong like no no you took it down because you were like I did it (laughs) pat myself on the back like and also it's like these girls like Charlie and Dixie have like millions upon millions of followers on TikTok so it's like yeah I don't care if it was only up for five minutes or an hour or a few hours. The views that it got in that time, the amount of times it was saved and reposted other yeah. people, like the damage is done, babe. Yeah, that like, has impact. Like it's out there. It's not, you know, and it's like, luckily, you know, luckily Trisha is the type of person who, you know, is embroiled in these sorts of things fucking every other day. So like, Literally. I don't gonna lose a ton of sleep over yeah. it, but it's like, like you need to you need to think because actions have consequences and when you have that big of a following like it like I just yeah. I don't know it's so irresponsible it's so bad and like there's so much with both of them like James Charles and Trisha where it's like the hypocrisy of like what they call out versus oh, like what they befriend themselves with like Trisha she makes good points when she talks about inappropriate relationships between like 21 year olds and like a 16 year old girl like I know James Charles is a gay man Mm -hmm. and there's like there's not like a sexual thing happening there but it's weird that you're a grown-up befriending a 16 year old girl like that's odd I agree to a certain extent Mm -hmm. I think he's coming from a place of I also got famous at a very young age and so I relate to what you're going through that makes me feel less weird about it but I I agree that generally speaking that's a weird dynamic it's weird it's like I understand where he's coming from like mentorship kind of thing Mm -hmm. but when she talks about like him and like um Jason Nash like those kind like she talks about that stuff all the time yeah yeah yeah. like all these different people Brandon Cavillo or whatever and his girlfriend yeah um like a lot of so like she makes points she makes point on that but then she's friends with Shane who's been like we all saw that super inappropriate stuff with children that came out like we we saw all that and it's just silent on that so it's like very pick and choose what you're involved with and then the same vein James Charles also has been himself involved in various scandals of racism like several also like called trish a trump supporter but then like apparently 
the D'Amelio's dad is like a Republican politician who's like mega, like Ooh. into that. So it's like, so you're friends with them and it's fine that they're potentially Trump supporters, mm-hmm. but like Trisha supporting Trump is too much. And then Trisha, you don't like that James is friends with the 16 year old. You think that's inappropriate, mm-hmm. but you're fine with Shane. Who's like actually inappropriate to children. Like I don't, yeah. No, it's There's like so much of that back and forth. Like you have to keep the same energy for the people in your life and yeah. your friends. Yeah. Which like, I don't know, I guess it's <laughs> that a lot of people need to learn just like yeah, 2020 or not. That. <laughs> but like you actually, you, you should keep the same energy for people that you're friends with. Yeah. And you should hold people that you know or people you're friends with accountable for things. Mm-hmm. Especially because you, you can. You can. Especially you if you're going to turn around and criticize somebody else for doing the exact same thing. Like, yeah. That's not a good look. No. No. Trisha said something on the H3 podcast, which I think in her moment of self-awareness that she has really just sums up everything, mm-hmm. which is that Trisha is trash. Like on the internet, she is trashy. Yeah. Like she is not a good person. And when you stoop to the level that Trisha is on, you are yourself on that level now. And that's basically what she said. She's like, when you get to my level, when you come down to my level, like it only gets worse because then you get involved. Like it just like don't involve yourself because she's doing it for attention. No, exactly. And it's like, I don't know. And like, I feel this way about like most YouTubers, not just Trisha, but like just, you know, like the Trisha's or the Jeffree Stars or the Tana Mojo's where it's just like, they thrive on controversy. They thrive on being in these scandals. So just stop paying any attention to them. I mean, like, I know this is like really funny coming from us because like we talk about this shit constantly. But like, generally speaking, and like other people with followings, like other YouTubers, just stop paying attention. Like if drama channels didn't cover it, if other YouTubers didn't chime in, then it yeah. wouldn't matter. They would just like fade into obscurity. <laughs> yep. I also think it's very interesting, like when you compare like young influencers, like, okay, so like Charlie and Dixie as opposed to like Logan and Jake Paul. Oh my like, god, I thought difference... you were about me for a second. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> Logan, you. I am an influencer. <laughs> you are your young influencer. <laughs> like the backlash that they get for the things that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't line up like Charlie yeah. and Dixie are getting death threats and like can't quote unquote canceled by the internet um, for being bratty teenagers, which they yeah. were. There's no denying that in that video they were bratty mm-hmm. um, and everyone's outraged. But like Logan and Jake Paul, like literally put people at risk. Yes. Constantly um, filmed a body in a forest, um, like have done like actual bad, bad things. And it's like people give them so many more opportunities than they're going to give like these two young girls. And I yeah. think that's um, telling. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, like, a really good point, actually. Like, I haven't really, like, thought of it from that perspective before, but, like, absolutely, there's sexism and misogyny playing a role yeah. in that. Like, you know, anytime Jake or Logan Paul were, like, involved in some sort of scandal or, like, just, like, shitty behavior, yeah, they would get backlash for it, but I think it, o- like, it only made them more popular, you know? Yeah. Like, it just, like, more and more people were, like, oh, like, who are these guys? Like, 
but I feel like like Charlie was losing like mil didn't she lose like five million followers yeah. something like yeah. that this on like TikTok or whatever and it's just like that's crazy like you said like they weren't like and I don't I don't know anything about Charlie or Dixie and like past things that they've done or anything like that I'm just talking about like this situation in particular because mm-hmm. it's clearly what spawned everything but it's like they didn't do anything that any other like teenager hasn't done before you no. know being like and then also I was watching Smokey Glow's video on all of this the other day and she was talking about how like apparently like the chef is like a friend of the family and like knows them all very well and stuff mm-hmm. and like apparently it was all set up to be like a joke like he like purposefully was like gonna give her the snail snail because he knew that it was gonna like freak her out or whatever so like like I don't know how much of that is true or not but it's like like the like you're getting mad at these girls for like being picky and wanting like dino nuggets nuggets. instead of snails like I don't know like I think that like if you took a survey of like 16 to 9 year old 19 year old girls and we're like would you rather eat a snail hidden in your dish or (laughs) chicken nuggets I think that like across the board it would lean closer to chicken nuggets yeah like I don't know I just yeah there's definitely like a bigger conversation to be had about the way young girls are treated on the internet and just in life versus um young boys um but yeah, it's the whole situation just got so blown out of proportion yeah. as everything does on YouTube. And it's all people who like don't need to be involved in this. No. Like Trisha, you don't need to do this. Like you're so problematic. That's exactly it. Like I just like I don't know. Like are you not tired, Trisha? Like do you not That's get it. exhausted from like constantly having to chime in on these situations that have nothing to do with you? Yeah. Like, like purposely involve yourself in things and then when people obviously call you out for it going like well everyone hates me on the internet and actually like this person is more problematic and like I don't start drama and it's like you're literally doing all of those things though like, exactly it's like I don't know I just again like we I we say this all the time but it's like if I had as much money as these people have I would not be getting so involved in these petty little dramas like not at all (laughs) not at all (laughs) it's just a crazy place real tiktok sound (laughs) it's like you'll (laughs) never hear from me again no exactly if we had money yeah um real quick just speaking of youtube stuff and speaking of like going back to the point of like people make videos about everything yeah um Lena the plug and Adam 22 <laughs> who it's been a while since we've spoken about either of them yeah. on the podcast um they just had a baby Lena had a baby with Adam um mm. <laughs> and that is alarming um the fact that she had a baby with that man is alarming because um I do believe that he's an abusive piece of trash yes yes um he's he's a a predator and an abuser I definitely think um and but they had a baby and again like it's just such like a, a warped perspective of things because like they like filmed like not like the like literal birthing process but like they were like vlogging in the hospital like when like Lena was like having her epidural and then it's like she was like getting wheeled in to have her c-section it's like they're just like vlogging everything and it's like 
I understand like recording that like for you like to have like for yourself like a home video like a home video like I think that's like wonderful and it's like that's like really nice if that's something that you want to look back on it's just like it's insane to like I don't know like it's just maybe I guess it's different like when you are on YouTube and like you've been sharing like every asset of your life for like years but it's just so crazy to think like yes I'd want to share this with millions of people it just feels like I don't it, it the same kind of feeling I get from that is like when people have like YouTube like family channels it's just like the kid is not like a conscious consenting no. member of this like maybe like many years from now the mm-hmm. child will look back and be like I really hate that all of that is out there exactly. just like right away like and I, no say in it whatsoever no I think YouTube family channels are like so exploitative and I think oh it's creepy so- as hell so ethically terrible yeah um but yeah Lena and Adam have their little family channel all set up they've like posted like videos obviously the birth video and all of that and previous ones like getting the nursery ready and stuff and they already have an Instagram for their daughter she is like mere days old and they have an Instagram odd at Parker and Grand Mason you can go follow her (laughs) shout out I like I when let me let me shout out of the week Because I looked at it the other day and she already had like an insane number of followers. And I was like, this is a literal baby, like a literal infant. She already has over 21 or 22,000 followers. A baby. Why? Why? For why? (laughs) Child is like 10 or 11 days old. Like she is, I just, that it doesn't sit right with me no also like why are you following a baby I just I don't understand I don't get it I don't get it it doesn't it doesn't sit right with my spirit I know I don't like it I understand like absolutely like share photos of your child or whatever but I do totally agree with the idea of like your kid could look back on that when they're older and be like I don't love the fact that so much of my life was like broadcast to millions of people Because it's, like, yeah, like, if you post a couple, like, photos and cute videos, like, here and there, it's, like, oh, my God, adorable. Like, you get to see this kid, like, grow up or whatever. But it's, like, I don't need to be so involved that I, like, follow your baby on Instagram or, like, have seen your whole, like, hospital stay condensed into, like, a clip. (laughs) Like, I didn't need that. It just all feels, like, so intimate and, like, something that I shouldn't be a part of. There's an influencer that I follow, actually, who gave birth earlier in the year and you know she will post pictures with her baby but the pictures are always very carefully taken so that you don't see the baby's face you know like she'll be holding him or it'll be kind of like a side shot but it's never like a full-on shot of the baby's face smart I like that. that I think is like a really good like happy medium you know it's like obviously like again like if you're an influencer or somebody who's like very like online and stuff like you want to share that part of your life and people want to see it but I think you also need to kind of like have that boundary set where it's like I'll show you but I'm not going to show you like everything yeah there's like a very weird like precedent that has been set with like youtubers where it's like literally everything needs to be like you're allowed to have things that are private and that's fine like you don't have to like even if you're there going, like, I'm an open book, like, I tell you guys everything, like, you can still have some things that are not for general public. Yeah. 
without so, being like closed off like you're still open and you just have privacy yeah it's so interesting like um one of the like beauty youtuber influencer people that I follow Samantha Robindahl who's Canadian um she just recently like the other day announced that she's pregnant and so she posted like like a half hour YouTube video talking about it and like she was saying in the video she was like honestly like before I got pregnant like I thought like I would never even mention it on YouTube like I thought mm-hmm. that like even after the baby was born like I would just never like, zip <laughs> you'll never know <laughs> you know and she had like a lot of different reasons for it. it was like a really good video she's like a very like interesting person to listen to and she was kind of saying like you know like she's letting people know that she was pregnant but like even at this point she was kind of saying like you know I don't know how much of this I'm gonna want to share mm-hmm. or feel comfortable sharing because of course like then there's like that whole other like aspect of things where it's like people love to tell mothers what to do or how they should be parenting or that they're bad parents for doing something like literally anytime Chrissy Teigen does anything they're like you're actually terrible and going to hell (laughs) it's like what and so Sam was talking a lot about that just like not wanting to have to deal with all of that pressure from people where it's like and she was saying because like Sam in the past was like you know posted like artful like nude pictures of herself and stuff like that and she's like you know not being a mom that's fine it's like you know obviously women will get a certain amount of like criticism for doing something like that but she's like I know that like as soon as I'm like deemed a mother then like you know it's like oh yeah how are you doing that like you're you're a mother how disgusting you know so it's like I don't know it's it's so it's so weird and like I just family channels are bad that I definitely that's that's the takeaway like that's yeah and I just feel like um being on the internet is good like there's a lot of good things on there but I I think that like the age you're on the internet like unsupervised is it's too much now like it's like there's no reason that like a 16 year old back to charlie (laughs) needs to be like famous for like tiktok dancing no there's no no reason for this and it leads to like jake paul (laughs) like that's what happens and like like again just like talking about the d'amelio sisters for a second it's like they like clearly like the family is like cashing in on them and they're like we have our little family channel and like we're gonna do our little videos as a family and like smoky glow is talking about this in her video about like you know for like child actors and stuff like that like there are like rules and like laws in place yeah. to make sure that like kids can't be overworked and that like they're taken care of for like these little like kid youtubers or like teenage youtubers like there's nothing in no. place to protect them from anybody like even their own families who like could be absolutely exploiting them who often who often, <laughs> often are. are yeah so i don't know it's it's messed up it's so it's just so weird like youtube is really YouTube, we talk about YouTube so much just because it's so fascinating. (laughs) Everything about YouTube is wild. It's fascinating. And like, honestly, it's all consuming. Like, you know, you can spend hours upon hours on there and there's something for everyone. And there are so many interesting personalities, to say the least. Yes. (laughs) You know, it's just they fuel each other's fires. And they got to stop. They you gotta, gotta stop. stop you have to not respond sometimes yeah, sometimes just, that's fine I just think that like everybody would be better off if they weren't constantly 
getting involved in things that they have no business <laughs> that getting involved do not in. concern them i don't know literally though <laughs> just <nice> saying <laughs> that's it <laughs> is there anything else this week mm. that you want to talk about i don't think so but you know don't forget to follow us on facebook and instagram and twitter at honestly pod or slash honestly pod um we also have a website, which is the Honestly Podcast at wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home. It will lead you nowhere. Um, we also have merch for perch, which you can get to by going to the merch tab on the website, or you can go to honestlypod.threadless.com. It's Christmas. It's the holiday season. Get some gifts. Yeah. Get exactly. your loved ones things with our faces on them. Shop local. Shop small business. Exactly. <laughs> Threadless. Um, what what to get the honestly pod listener in your life? Um, Everything. We have buttons and magnets and stickers now on there. So stuff. Go check it out. Um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to this here little podcast. Um, means a lot to us, helps us climb those charts, etc. We're climbing. We are slowly but surely climbing up those charts. Um, if you leave us a review, don't forget <laughs> don't forget to send us a screenshot and we'll send you a limited edition honestly pod sticker. Limbish. They're very um they're very limited. They're very <laughs> in their limited edition. in their edition. Very vintage. Yes. Um, also, 12 Days of Podmas is coming up, baby. Yes. It's time. We highlight some uh, indie pods for y'all. Little indie pods. Um, yeah, that'll be starting in December, uh, the 12 days leading up to Christmas. A new pod oh, every yeah. day. Um, oh, yeah. So that's exciting. Is that it? That's all. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>